Mountaineer Nation, let's ride. Welcome back to the Dub V411. We are your hosts, Lauren Taylor and Maddie Harris. And happy Valentine's Day, Mountaineers. Uh, the holiday's quickly approaching. We know it's not a happy one for everyone, but you know, happy right. Valentine's Day. The weather has been blessing us this season, though, bringing us some love in the air. It's currently 73 degrees when we're filming this, which is crazy for February. No, the walk here was absolutely amazing, I have to say, especially in comparison to last week. I'm yes. pretty sure that I was like covering my face because it was so yeah. cold. Seeing everyone outside, like playing football, doing homework outside, like it just there's it just even, brings a good feeling to There's campus. even darties going on. Yes. I can't make it up. But yeah, no. we are here to give you the four on one on all things WVU, all things Morgantown. You guys know the gist. And as always, we're gonna start it off with some recent news. So the first thing that we have up today is Morgantown police responded to a high street arrest video, which I don't know if you saw this, Maddie, but I saw it a few I different did. places. I've seen it on the DA's Instagram. I think I've seen the video a couple different times from different perspectives. Yes. Yeah, so a social media of a Morgantown police officer using physical force in an arrest Friday night is raising concerns from community members. The Morgantown Police Department issued a statement in response to the video Monday saying the officer used an appropriate amount of physical force during the arrest. So on Friday, officers responded to a report of domestic violence at Fat Daddy's Bar and Grill around 11.55 p.m. Police said the suspect, later identified as 20-year-old Massanisa Bacotti of Virginia, attempted to drag his ex-girlfriend out of the bar against her will. Bacotti is a former WVU student and was last enrolled in spring 2021, according to school officials. After he was located, police say he was uncooperative with the officer and refused to answer the officer or comply with his request. He then refused to stand up at the request of the officer, according to the statement. The officer then lifted him from his seated position and attempted to place his hands behind his back to be handcuffed, MPD said. However, he actively resisted the officer by grabbing the officer's arm and attempting to turn back toward the officer. The officer responded to his resistance by taking him to the ground where he could be safely controlled and handcuffed. So they shared the body cam footage on Tuesday showing the altercation between Belcotti and the officer. Um, Belcotti sustained an abrasion to his cheekbone and forehead during the interaction and denied further medical treatment from Mon County EMS, according to police. He has since been charged with obstructing an officer, disorderly conduct, and public intoxication. Morgantown police are still investigating the reported domestic violence incident, and the department did not provide a name for the officer shown in the video. So definitely we'll be keeping a close eye on this because I'm sure that there will be more things to come out of it, Right. especially since the body cam footage has been released as yes. of right now. But... but Moving on. Speaking of ongoing breaking news, I feel like a lot of the stories we've been talking about are like reiterations of the last week. More things keep coming out. This one, this next one has been talked about for a while. It's so WV West Virginia is proposing a ban on gender affirming care, which if you don't know what that is, it's like for, you know, gender like surgeries, like yeah, stuff like that. Transgender, right, all that Hormone stuff. Hormone therapy, all yes. everything that goes into that. So West Virginia lawmakers are moving a bill that would ban gender affirming medical care for transgender youth despite concerns from the community members and medical professionals. So the bill was introduced in the Senate on Monday after passing the House last week, mostly along party lines, eighty four to ten. Just a day before its passage, dozen, dozens of West Virginians, including religious leaders, medical professionals and transgender 
transgender students spoke out against the legislation during a public hearing at the state capitol. If passed, HB 2007 would prohibit doctors from providing gender-affirming medical care and surgeries to transgender minors. During its time in the House Judiciary, HB 2007 was expanded from banning only gender-affirming surgeries to include other gender-affirming care. Now, the bill rules hormone therapy and puberty blockers as prohibited practices for osteopathic physicians and surgeons to provide to patients younger than 18. So no state organization or individual surgeons offers gender-affirming surgeries for adolescents. However, gender-affirming care includes more than just surgical procedures such as family support, assistance, navigating school and relationships, individual and family therapy, and puberty blockers, as well as hormone therapy. So this would not only prohibit like surgery surgery, but also like therapy and help, you know. So we'll definitely have more news on this story because i'm sure this is going to be one that is going to keep popping up as it continues yeah a lot of opposition it has already been seen against it so i'm sure that it will remain in the news so if that is something that you plan on keeping up to date about make sure you're keeping up with the news because i'm sure we will see more of it yes and also i thought this one was really interesting um president gee made a statement on campus carry so WVU President E. Gordon Gee sat down with the Daily Athenaeum last week to discuss a variety of state and campus issues. So this was kind of like a Q&A with him, which I haven't seen done since we've been down here, or at least right. not in a very long time. So I was very excited to read this story. Um, when asked about WVU's plans regarding B-10, which is the Campus Self-Defense Act, Gee responded with the following, and these responses have been edited for clarity and length, just putting that right. out there. He said, we have a great board of governors and they should have the responsibility for being in charge of this, but the legislature sees that they want to pass a bill. We did a lot of our homework by talking talking to what happens in other states, Kansas, Georgia, Texas, Oklahoma, and we worked very closely with the sponsors of the bill to carve out all of the... Um, outstanding issues and we think that we have been very successful if it passes in its present mode in the house and the governor signs it we will still have one of the safest campuses in the country and we will take a lot of pride in having negotiated that with the legislature additionally Guy said the university is looking into increased security measures but that the university made certain it could not be passed until two years from now so that the proper precautions are taken so I thought that that was really interested that, that he was speaking out on it. And I thought that it was interesting, too, that they have um, something in play that will halt it from taking right. effect. For I didn't know that it I figured if it got passed, it would be like this yeah, year. No, Guy but said Guy said he, he did say <laughs> they got Guy two said years, we got two years. So I'm going to listen to what Guy says. Yeah. So that definitely I'm sure that cleared up a lot of questions that a yeah. lot of people had coming from the big dog himself. Right. But again, I'm sure we're going to be talking about all these stories in the coming weeks. So got to stay in tune with us to figure out what's gonna happen yes, make sure you're keeping up but, but moving on we have some sports yes on to some lighter topics i actually attended the wvu men's basketball game yesterday it was versus ohio state at our own coliseum going into the game the mountaineers were 14 and 9 for their record and thank goodness they won yesterday they won 76 to 71 it was such a close game and i mean i haven't gone to many basketball games but i was talking to other people who went they were saying they've never seen this many fouls in a basketball game i mean i think three or four people on iowa fouled out before the game was even over and this game took almost three hours so it was i mean it was really like we were on our feet had no idea what was going to happen but we won so we are now 15 to 9 and I'm very excited 
for the next game because no, yeah took that iowa state dub so we have right. a little bit of momentum and then right. i feel like that always helps right it always helps but the wvu women's basketball played oklahoma in an away game on tuesday and the score of the game was 76 65 oklahoma won so this makes the women's score now 14 and 8 just wanted to give you guys a little update with that yes and if you're looking to catch another basketball game coming up in the future wvu men's basketball will be taking on baylor it is be at away game monday the 13th it'll be at 9 p.m so you can tune in on the da will have information running on it u92 will be covering it make sure you're watching i'm sure that'll be a good one too and then wvu women's basketball is taking on kansas wednesday the 15th at home with tip off at 7 p.m so if you're wanting to get tickets for that i'm sure that you can still do so yes and you're if you're wanting more information on sports because lauren and i are very limited in our sports knowledge check out mountaineer sports insider new podcast we're going to be promoting them all the time gotta support our fellow podcasts exactly so So plugging that make sure you check it out we said that last week too yeah we did but now moving on to our arts and entertainment we have a lot of valentine's day themed stuff coming up which is so exciting because i don't know about you lauren but valentine's day is one of my favorite holidays not even about just like you know relationships and everything but it's just i feel like everyone's in a good mood everyone's in a good spirit like nice to everybody you know i definitely have more of an appreciation for valentine's day now especially because now I like do Valentine's Day things for my friends too exactly. which makes it fun but also because of all these events like I'm kind of excited for it it's just another reason to be festive and I feel like that always makes it easier yeah. like just well, to get through you know what I mean right speaking of friends during Valentine's Day Hooten Howl which is a not a restaurant I was gonna say it's a restaurant it's a store on High Street and they are going to be doing a Valentine's Day pop-up so join Hooten Howell for their second annual Valentine's Day pop-up Sunday, February 12th from 12 to 4 p.m. So Hooten Howell, they sell like jewelry. They have plants. Ooh. I really love the plants. I went and they have so many plants. It's crazy. But this event at the store is going to feature appearances from Hooten Howell and many other local businesses such as Loose Threads, Appalachian Botanical Co., Margot and Hayes, Euphorbia, and more. There is no entry fee for this event, and it is located at the Hooten Howl shop on Walnut Street. And for more info, you can visit Shop Hooten Howl on Instagram. So that is sounding like a super fun one. Yes, I already told all my friends about it, and we are going to be stopping by because I love that store as it is. And now there's going to be a bunch of other people I have, there. So. I have never been, so maybe I should stop by. This would be a good time to do so. Yeah. And in more Valentine's Day activities, um, if you're interested in a Valentine's Day wood burning workshop, then this is for you. So the Morgantown Art Bar is hosting a wood-burning workshop perfect for a Valentine's Day date. Oh, that's actually really cute. I know. So this event will take place at 3 p.m. this Sunday at the Morgantown Art Bar at 268 High Street. The Art Bar is always hosting cool classes, and they also serve food. So this is a perfect place to go if you're looking for a date or just a fun hangout spot. Like, I think that's so cute. And I don't know about you, but I see a lot of wood-burning stuff on TikTok. And it I always, have like, too. I'm always like, I could totally do that. Right. Like, it looks so easy. <laughs> easy but i feel like it's one of those no, things that is not, not easy it's definitely not but every time i'm seeing it i'm like i would love to try that like i feel like i could do that but yeah well if you want to check it out go check out i've never been to the art bar so i've actually been looking no, yeah, forward to checking either. it out so but 
our third arts and entertainment we're talking about is my favorite, the DA Date Show. I actually got one of my friends to sign up for the DA Date Show, so I will be attending to watch. But if you didn't sign up yet, there's no worries because you can still sign up if you go to the DA's Instagram, go to their Instagram bio and click the link. You can sign up for a chance to win a date with their spotlight single, Riley. She's an animal lover who loves to binge TV shows and movies. She enjoys coffee and is looking for a man with similar interests and a good sense of humor. So if you want to go watch this alive, or if you want to take part in the event, it'll take place at Up All Night, Friday, February 17th at 10.30 p.m. I think even if you're not in it, it'll be something oh, no, super I'm, fun to I'm go and watch. I'm definitely going to go watch. I think that it's yeah. going to be funny. And I was watching videos of, like, of it like of last prior. year. Yeah. yeah, of prior years because I had to write the story on like the yeah. contestants. So I was trying to get you know acclimated to what the right. show is about. And it actually looks really cute and yeah. funny. So I'm very excited for that. But moving on to just some campus activities, you know, super, super chill. Um, the SGA student elections are quickly approaching. So students who want to vote online in the 2023 Student Government Association election can now request an absentee ballot. So this is only if you're wanting to vote online, not on campus. Requests can be made on WVU Engage through March 5th. Voting will take place on March 7th and 8th between 9 a.m. and 7 p.m. So anyone requesting an absentee ballot is required to vote online and it's prohibited from voting at an in-person voting station according to SGA. So in-person voting will take place at the Mountain Lair, Student Recreation Center, and the Health Sciences pylons. So if you're looking to vote in the SGA election, but you might not be here that day or you have some sort of conflict, definitely make sure that you're requesting your absentee ballot ballot mm-hmm. because, you know, SG is important. They like directly reflect what goes on on campus. So right. And finally, the last thing we have for you today, if you're looking for another fun Valentine's Day event, WVU's Horticulture Club and the WVU Davis College Store are partnering up for our annual Valentine's Day flower sale. A variety of flower options and card options are available, so you can get yours before they're gone. You can get Valentine's Day flowers and cards for those you love in one place. So all the flower sales are going to benefit the WVU Horticulture Club and the WVU Davis College Store program. All the cards are designed and supplied by Emmy Servers, owner of the WVU student business Lemon Milk Paper Company. So the different flowers they have available are long stem red roses. They do, you can get a single rose for $10, three roses for $15, half a dozen for $30, a whole dozen for $60, large mixed flower bouquet for $35. You can get pots of tulips for $12, and then all Valentine's Day cards are $5. They're four by five and a half inches. They come with a craft colored envelope sealed in a plastic covering and are blank inside. So I think that's really cute if you want to go get some for your friends or significant other all in one place. And it supports WVU, so it goes back to a good cause at the end of the day. so. Definitely think I'm going to be getting the three rose bouquet to take home to my roommates because I just think that that would brighten everyone's day. Yeah, you know what for I mean? Sure. So I thought that was really cute. I yeah. definitely am excited to see that set up. I um, know. And I'm excited to also see people walking around with flowers because I, know. I think that's going to be so cute. It'll just brighten everybody's spirits. It's like when you were in like middle school and you guys would give out like your little Valentine's little Day gifts. You know what I mean? That's exactly yeah. what it reminded me of. I wish I we like, could still oh, do that. Like, I know. I want to make a Valentine's yeah. Day box. Did you make the boxes when you were oh, in elementary yes. school? And, like, I would Use anything I could find at home and craft my own shaped boxes. I'm sure my parents remember I had like a cat box. I like, was literally just gonna say I yeah, bet you had a cat box. I did for sure. People would go all out for that. They would. Like I remember people would go so I crazy. I would spend like a whole week on that. 
Yes, but that is <laughs> wrapping up with that. That's all we have for you this week. So make sure you're keeping up with the DA U92 and make sure you follow us on Instagram at the dubv 411 We are super, super active on there. Yes. <laughs> and you guys are our Valentines this year. So we're going to make a little special Valentine's oh, Day yes. post for you guys. Valentine's Day post. For our supporters. So. But we are here every Friday on all podcast streaming pl- platforms. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or of course on the DA's website. That's like our right. home domain. Right. You know? So you can always find us there. But we will see you guys next Friday and we're going to end it with a little Let's Go Mountaineers.